Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I am your host. I am so glad you're here. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm tripping over my big puppy paws, making it up as I go, stumbling, wondering in constant awe and wonder and well, ideally in flow. And I'm here to raise the consciousness of the planet. That sounds like a big job. I'm here for it. I'm here for your transformation. I'm here for my transformation. Let's do it together. Let's rise. Let's amplify our impact. Let's spread love and light all over the place. And let's, let's get this party started. We all signed up for this. Every single person who is listening to this right now, you signed up to be here at this exact moment. We are going through this epic transformation. Do you remember the game Boggle? If you don't look it up, Google it. It's like a word game. It's like Scrabble, but different. It's a word game. You have all these different tiles. The tiles are actually cubes and they go in these different slots. And then there's this plastic covering that goes over the the game board, which is actually pretty small. And to start the game, you put all the tiles in um, in the grid and then you shake it up and it makes this crazy loud noise, which was always a little too much for my sensitive ears. But that's what it feels like right now. We are being shaken. We are totally shaken up and who knows where we're going to land. But this is it. This is the transformation. This is why we're here. And I am here to support you. And I wanted to share something today. I am asked on a lot of podcasts when my spiritual awakening was. The question always kind of baffles me because it was our spiritual awakening. Was that supposed to be one thing? Was that one day? Did I miss that day? Oh God. Did I like not get the syllabus that today is my spiritual awakening or was it supposed to be like a one-year period or like one event or one of those bathroom floor moments? Cause I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you for me, it's been a long process. I have no idea when it started. Did it start when I was a little kid and could feel people's energy and actually ask my parents who lovingly obliged to not hang out with I remember doing this with at least one person. I was like, I don't, I like, I basically said, I don't like this person's energy. Did it happen when eight, 17 or 18 year old me got a tattoo that represents constant evolution. That is what it is always represented for me. Was she really that wise? Apparently shocking. Really? I'm just sitting with that for a second. Okay. Did it happen in 2004 after grad school, when I was rear-ended on the highway because impact impact, I have the, the channel of the shaman and that's all about impact impact for transformation. It didn't happen through my epic 15 months of stress fractures and pneumonia. For me, I think it's all, it's all been a road. It's all been this wild ride. I can't pinpoint a specific moment that was my spiritual awakening. The whole thing is this whole earth adventure is this whole thing is about remembering who we are and coming into alignment with who we are. The, it's, it lasts forever, right? It's supposed to, there's no finish line here. It's not like, boom, you're awake and you know, everything. No, this is all about figuring 
Mm, I don't like that phrase because that implies that it comes from our head. Stumbling through, realizing, opening our eyes to, remembering. It's all about remembering who we are and why we're here. And that is an ongoing process because for me, it feels like every day I'm like, oh, 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 every day is filled with wonder and like duh moments of me realizing who I am, why I'm here, who we all are and what this is all about. And I hope this continues because I definitely do not know it all. But maybe you do. I don't know. Anyway, let's enough of that pondering. Let's get into this week's episode. Amy White is back. It's um, it, it is September. It when you're listening to this, it is September, and the greatest creator consciousness wants to teach us about the distinction between desires and longings. And this time, the greater consciousness supplied homework. So if you are somebody who loves a little assignment, get giddy about this one. It is absolutely positively for you. Now, before we get into the episode, I have a couple announcements. I've been making stuff for you and I'm really excited to share it. Okay. So the first thing I told you about this last week, I used to teach core classes. I love it. And then I am, I'm an MG. I can love all the things I, not that other humans, other energy types can't, but I love teaching core classes just as much as I love doing human design readings. I love doing transformational coaching. I love riding my bike. I love making delicious food. It all lights me up so much. So I made a core class for you and it's called plank you very much, which is, I love the cheesiness of that. It combines core and gratitude. And there is a link in the show notes. If you want to go get that class, you can do it all by yourself whenever you want. And then are you a four, six? That's your human design profile. If you don't know what your human design profile is, like the numbers, whether it's three, five, four, six, five, one, six, two, whatever it is, it's like one number slash another number. If you do not know that, go to my website, go to kelseyabbott.com and get your free human design chart. And I will send you your chart and I'll tell you what your profile is. So anyway, if you're a four, six, or if you love a four, six, I am a four, six, and I love a bunch of four sixes because we tend to hang out together. Or if you're a human design nerd, go check out my new class on the four, six profile. It's pre-recorded. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't want to have to hang out with anyone. You can do it in the middle of the night. You can do it whenever you want. And by do it, I mean, watch it or listen to it. So that link will also be in the show notes. And then I had an epiphany today because I tell you every day it's filled with epiphanies. So today's epiphany is we all need support. And sometimes we don't need the long-term support or we don't know we do. Here, let me cut to the chase. I used to, up until now, for the, the seven, eight years that I've been in business, I've only offered single private sessions to my existing or past clients. And as of today, I'm opening those up to everybody. I'm sorry. I just hit my microphone because I got really excited because everybody right now can get a private session with me. I can't tell you what will happen in this session. We will take you from where you are to where you want to go. I can tell you that whatever is supposed to come through for you 
will come through. However, you are supposed to transform in that session and the after effects of that session, because that is like the wave of magic that passes through the, the, this actual session, the actual time connecting energy, heart energy to heart energy is that's like the start line. That's the instigation. That's the big, like shove off the cliff. Everything that follows is just this like massive tidal wave of magic. And I say this from personal experience from receiving similar magic from other people. So anyway, go check out the show notes or go to my site, kelseyabbott.com and under play with me at the top, there's going to be book your private session. So do that. All right. Let's hear what Amy has to share with us and the wisdom of the greater consciousness right now. I love you. Don't forget that you are incredible and that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right this second. Go forth and be awesome. I feel like sometime we should probably start recording when we first jump on. I know. We've done the whole podcast already. I know. <laughs> Everyone misses the gold. We'll have to do like a little behind the behind mm. the scenes, you know, keep the, keep it, re- keep it recording after the end. Yeah. Amy is not only brilliant when the record button is flashing and the wisdom <laughs> comes through her all day, every day. It's just who I am. <laughs> so welcome back, Amy White. Oh my gosh. I am honored and thrilled and excited and filled with joy to be here today. I just love doing these with you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I never have any idea what's coming. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> and the greater consciousness has been tapping me on the shoulder all morning. Like, okay, you got this podcast today. We're ready. Are you ready? I'm like, oh, allow me to be the clearest channel. You're like, that's it. Do you, uh, do you get nervous about that? Do you, do you get wobbly on your trust? Never, mm. never. And you know, they've never not shown up, you know, And it's the same with all of the work that I do. I think when I first started the mediumship work, you know, I felt an extra responsibility because I'm like, okay, people are paying me, you know, for this opportunity, for the service. And I want to know for sure that I'm going to be able to connect them with those that they're really interested in connecting with. And I'll, and I have to say every single time it's happened without fail in one way, shape or form, you know, but the greater consciousness is steadfast. I mean, they're with me all the time. I just have to be like, Hey, and they're like, Hey, you know, so (laughs) it's kind of how I like in the middle of the day, do a little regrounding, you know, it's just like, keep coming back, keep coming back to that inner wisdom, you know, that universal consciousness, which is me and is around me. Um, And it really helps me get right back into both my body and my heart space at the same time. Yeah. I bet. And do they ever talk to you when you're not, you're like, are there ever times when you're like, not now, not now? Um, they're, they talk to me all day long as do my guides, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting, I feel like I have a really full house all the time. (laughs) Um, but when I first started channeling, um, I, I would get these downloads of blog. I was doing a lot of blogging at the time, And I would get these downloads of blog posts. And I remember like at one point saying, just hold on, like, let me pull the car over so I can be somewhere safe and capture this because I felt like, oh my gosh, I need to get this as it's coming in. 
you know, and I thought that was such a funny kind of thing, like, oh, slow the roll just a little bit um, so that I can capture it. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know what, if this is for me and it's really important for me to to both understand and ingest, but also to, to share out into the world, then, you know, let's just hold it until I can get to, a, you know, get home and in my space where then I feel more much even more connected to it. But it yeah. was a really funny experience. I mean, I used to be like, hey, 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 hold on, like slow down. <laughs> and it used to happen and it still does when I run, which is funny too. Like at one point I was running and like recording into my phone just so that I could, you know, capture, you know, the information as it was mm-hmm. coming in. Stuff comes through me all the time, biking and running. Oh yeah. And there were times I'd like hold it through the whole workout, which sometimes is like four plus hours and then through the shower because as we talked before we were recording there's no skipping the shower here in florida there's there's a lot of sweat um and then so i'm like holding it in it's like holding in pee and then finally like i'm dressed and i'm like gotta get just Uh, like let it out yeah yeah and i and, and i think for me it was about giving myself permission to be you know like if it's meant for me if it's meant for me to be the messenger of this or for me to understand this message for my own journey, it'll come back. Yeah. And if it's not, there's someone else out there that can be the messenger for that specific, whatever, you know? I, yeah. That's it, how I experience it too. Yeah. And with times I'm like, Oh, I thought it was ready, but apparently it needs a couple more days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting journey learning to sort of ebb and flow through all of the, oops, all of the different communications. <laughs> We've got some dogs. <laughs> we have huskies next door and you can hear them. I think they get picked up a little bit in my plank you very much core video. <laughs> I love it. The neighbors have been like, Oh, does it bother you when the dogs saying we're like we love it oh i know i know They're it is really chatty. good yeah so they had something to say in all of this too mm-hmm. they're like yeah we get downloads all the time i know <laughs> it's so good so good so august is almost over what <laughs> i know <laughs> i have no happen? concept of any of this but here we go yeah. into september such an interesting elastic time and space this summer for Mm. me specifically, but I've been also hearing it a lot with, with my clients. Like it's almost to the point where I know for me, sometimes I have to really intentionally sit and think what month is it? Not even what day is it? You know, I do that anyway, but it's like, what, where are we on the, in the calendar? Like it's hard to tell. And I think part of it is that the, those old mile markers that so many of us live by are non-existent anymore. You know, the weather patterns are changing. Our workspace processes changed. You know, weekends and day weekdays don't have the same uh, delineation any longer for many of us. Um, and it really does sort of put us in the space of like ooey gooeyness. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I think this whole calendar and even time construct is is really sort of uh, 
evolving. It's not going to go away. I mean, could you imagine the world without any, like, how do you know when to meet up with people? And, you know, but I think that it's shifting in the way that we identify with. It's almost like not as important as it once was. And I don't really like know like the juiciness be, be, beneath that message, but that's how they're, that's how they're making, making me feel now. And, and I've really been processing this this summer as well. I've been feeling this a lot too. And one of my drives to make the on-demand core videos was because I've been doing virtual core classes Saturdays at four. And I just started feeling this. I don't want to be a certain place at a certain time. Don't yeah. lock me in. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I have a little bit of that. Don't tell me what to do in my DNA anyway. So it's funny how it rears its head. (laughs) So what, what do we need to know? Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. You know, we, and I just was thinking this morning how, you know, we really have been using this marathon analogy. Um, and I, in the, the last time we talked, it was like, we're at the starting line and the waves are starting, right? The corrals are being, you know, released onto the, onto the course. And so kind of sticking with that, we're all, we're all on the course now, you know, wherever we are pacing ourselves, wherever we are, some, some pushing, some sort of holding back, some walking and, as you know, as a runner, as you get into, especially long runs, right there, you get into this sort of pattern and then it gives you space to think and consider. And at least for me, like I, I tend to do a lot of processing when I'm running, cause it's just that rep- repetitive movement that opens up the space for me. Mm-hmm. And so one of, the, one of the things that the greater consciousness is saying is that September, <clears throat> it's this time of clarity. It's this time of really, this is not like the surface going inside and seeing, you know, what we want, what we don't want. This is like the the invitation to get clear. One of the things that the greater consciousness has been talking about the last week or so is this idea that there is a subtle yet real difference between a longing and a desire. And it's really about feeling. It's really about the energy that goes there. So, and this is interesting because I never really considered it. Longing to me has always been sort of a negative connotation. Like you're just, you're hopeful for something that maybe never will come. And what, and the desire is like, I want that. And I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to do this, 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 and this to get there. And what they're saying is that we've confused, we've, we've confused ourselves as humans that the longing feeling, that felt sense that really like comes from the heart center of us, maybe even from the solar plexus center of us, is the souls pulling us towards something that's really meant for us, bigger than what our thinking mind can create, bigger than what we think we should or could or are obligated to manifest in this life experience. And now they're saying a desire is not a bad thing, but when you really come in tune with that longing and sit in that longing, which I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to admit like right now, I dislike that feeling very often, but 
it's sort of like anything, right? When you can come into um, touch into a feeling that maybe doesn't feel so great and understand that there's wisdom there, you know? And so I was asking the greater consciousness, like what, so what, tell me, like, give me the difference between longing and desire. You know, my soul is pulling me towards something that I'm longing for versus this desire. And they were saying, well, it's kind of like, you know, I really long for and desire, you know, a house overlooking the ocean. I don't care if I have to stand on the toilet and peek out the window and get like a slit. Like I want to be, have some space where I'm close enough to the water, right. That I can see it. And I'm, I'm really, I'm almost there where I'm living now, but I'm not quite, not quite there. And they said, so you have this desire for this home. You know, you have sort of the idea of the aesthetics, what the view wants, you know, like you have all of these things. Now you could take that and say, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to set a goal and by January or April or whatever, I'm going to have this house. Your longing though, your longing is for a home that is beautiful, that gives you that beautiful, wondrous experience on all sensory, right? The waves, the smell, the taste, the light. That's the, that's like the longing that that my soul is bringing up bubbling to the surface for me. And then I can translate that into the desire and say, okay, then I want it to look like this and feel like this. But when the clarity, and this is where, again, the line is very, very, very hair fine, is that when we touch into the felt sense, the sensory sense of those things that we're feeling pulled towards in our lives, that, and put that into practice, it allows it us, it ripples out and allows us to get clear on all kinds of things in our lives. So not just the things that we want to manifest, but the relationships that we want to be in, the, the, the jobs we want to have or the service or the work that we want to do into the world, right? The connections that we want to come into contact with. That comes from that longing, tuning into that longing heart soul pull side of our experience much more than the desire to manifest something mm. and yeah all right so the image i'm getting is a magnet like a longing as a magnet pulling us towards yeah. what our soul wants what our soul is longing for and then i see all the little like random metal shavings coming and attaching to the magnet yeah and you know, what's really cool is that, you know, the greater consciousness is like, look, and they just want to be really clear. This isn't about airy fairy spirituality. Your soul can pull you towards a car, you know, the relationship, the, you know, the home, the house, the location, the country, the, 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 you know, it isn't, we get, we, we royal, we you know, collective, we get confused sometimes in this, in this space, when we talk about spirituality, that we're somehow not supposed to have longing for material things, you know, and if you don't, that's okay. You know, it's not an absolute, but if you do, it's okay. You know, we're, we're, we're here to experience all of it in whatever way we feel called to, but again, we go back, we've talked about this a number of times here, but if we're denying any aspect of ourselves, 
you know, if we're denying that longing for that partner or home or vehicle or, or, or trip or, then we're not in wholeness. And then we end up sort of just being stuck in the muck of like, well, why isn't this stuff coming? Well, because you, you've got, you've got uh, crossed wires, you've got split energy, you know, and they're, and they're not, and they're not saying the desire is wrong at all. Right. So desire is the secondary piece to the manifestation, but the story behind or beneath what we feel we want, what we feel we desire, what we are longing for is the, is where the difference is, you know? And again, it's really easy because the story is, well, I'm, you know, I'm at this level in my career or, you know, my parents or my friends all have Jaguars or, you know, whatever it is. And so I have to keep up with the Joneses. Well, yes, it's a desire and yes, you can manifest it. They're saying that it's not about you not being able to manifest it. They're saying when you tune into the longing, when you tune into what your soul is pulling you for, it's just that much more spot on resonant with what you really are desiring, what you really are longing for, what you're calling in and also being pulled towards at the same time. Mm. It's, it's powerful. It's magic. It's, it's owning our authority to be deeper and deeper and deeper connected into the inner wisdom, inner being, intuition, universal consciousness that we each have within us and around us. It's, and that's really it. When they say like, this is a time of clarity, it's really that time of, of, of making the decision that above all else, this relationship with me to me is of the utmost critical most important relationship that can be. And from there, all of this comes. And I think it's just such a beautiful invitation. You know, there's still so much of the paradigm of we have to work and push and strive and drive and roll a hundred marbles up the hill every day by ourselves only to watch them roll back down and do it again the next day. And greater consciousness is like, babies, that's over. Like that is just old, old stories, old stories and stories that served the population of this planet for many, many generations. Like there's nothing wrong with those stories. They're just not accurate anymore. You know, you think about like college textbooks, right? I remember taking a computer, like a uh, computer. Oh gosh. I can't even remember like the title of the class years ago, back when I was in school and I have an engineering degree, you know, so I went through all of the computer and technology and elect, you know, electrical engineering. And I was also working in that field at the same time. And I used to have these debates with my professor because I'm like, this isn't really at reality anymore. This, this is already old because technology is, you know, evolving so quickly. And, and he used to say, but but this is what I'm testing you on. <laughs> so you have to know it. But you know, it's like, it's old story. It was valid and valuable at a time. And I think that, that the underlying invitation here are, is to really look at what are our stories mm-hmm. and what are our stories attached to the things we think we want, that we desire, or the things that we feel pulled towards. You know, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I would have never ended up in Southern California if I listened to my thinking mind, 
you know, and only did that. Well, this is what I desire, you know, and my soul was like, oh, baby, we're going to SoCal. <laughs> you know? Wait, can you tell us more about that story? What was your head telling you and what was your soul telling you? Well, you know, it was, there was so much, um, there was so much headspace. It was like, I had convinced myself I had made this huge move from the East coast and landed in the San Francisco Bay area. And in, in a way it was like, I made the commitment to be here. I've built my community here. There's so many things about the Bay area that I like, but the whispers of Southern California were coming like within just a year or two of me moving to the Bay area. And I, I was like, nope, 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 you know? And so that was, that was it. And then eventually I was like, all right, I know where I'm being pulled towards, you know? And then once I got clear on it, like things started to unfold one pedal, one pedal, one step, one step at a time. But I could have, how could have dug my heels in and been like, nope, Bay Area is where I'm supposed to be because that's where I was supposed to be when I left New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's interesting. It's an, it's interesting. And I love this invitation of like, what are the stories that were once valid that aren't anymore that really don't serve us? And it, and, and the greater consciousness is saying that, that we know that you've, you've heard this, you audience, you, Kelsey, you, we, we know you've heard this over and over about releasing of old stories, but this is like a different level of it because it really is looking at what we are longing to have in our lives and the stories associated with that. So it's not this big, like broad brush. What are my stories that I believe about myself? It's like, Ooh, I'm feeling like I want this. What's the story there? Where does that belief come from? And not to regurgitate everything that put that story in, into your being, but just to come into contact with it, you know, and be like, oh yeah, that, I know that story. I was just having a conversation with a girlfriend over a glass of wine last night, and we were talking about money and money stories, you know, and how I hope my parents aren't listening to this podcast, but, <laughs> but you know how money plays this really interesting role in everyone's lives in one way, shape or form. And my parents kind of have this thing still to this day where they use money as a weapon against each other. I'm mad at you. I'm going to go buy this. I'm mad at you. I'm going to go buy this. I'm, you know, and so I grew up with this, seeing this relationship around money. And very early on, I did, I decided I'm going to go maybe, maybe list it too far the other direction, you know, but I don't money. I don't ever want money to have that kind of story or power in my life, you know, but if it did, that would be a great, I, you know, great opportunity. And even, even because it doesn't, I see the story that has created the story of my relationship with money today, you know? And so it's that sort of inquiry in, in like sort of deepening to understand like, what is the story? Where did it come from? Oh, did I, you know, cause we we're always at crossroads. Did I take on that story and now use money as a weapon against the people who I love? Or, you know, do I take the charge out of money and be like it? I have no desire for it to play any role in emotional manipulation. Right. But you have to, I had to do the work to sort of peel it back to understand the story so that I could then choose, oh, you know, 
And how does that play in my longing for this thing to come into my life? And by this thing, do you mean longing for money to come into your life? Well, or in the, in my example, like the, the home, okay, right. Like longing for the home because that old, those old stories about money can play into like, I could never have a home overlooking the ocean. And I'm, you know, I couldn't, you know, I have to work so hard to do it or whatever the story, you know, or I'm going to get that home and then somehow it's going to be used against me because that's the money, you know, back the money story. And so, yeah, it's that clarity that we're being invited to sort of come into contact with. One of the things, were you going to ask a question? Well, I was going to go off on a bit of a tangent. Oh, so let me let, yeah, they want, let me finish this one part and then let, we can do whatever you want. Um, they were saying one of the things that's really very simple to do here is to start to just make a list of everything that you want in your life, like material, spiritual, emotional, and then, and without censoring, you know, if you want a unicorn in your backyard, that goes on the list, right? But then you take a look at each one, one by one by one, and you say, is this a longing? Do I feel it as a longing or a desire? you know, and really kind of tune into how that feels different in the body. And we've talked so much about the body being the antenna, right? When we can tune into our body and know where that felt sense is, is it in our gut? Is it in our heart? Is it, and know that, oh, longing, like for me, you know, and what they're showing me is that for many of us, that longing is this heart space, you know, if you feel it there, desire comes in other ways, you know, and so to get clear about that, and then to be able to go down the list and discern, is this longing? Is this desire? Is this longing? Is this desire? If it's desire, what's the story below that? Because often the desire is the manifestation of the longing. But if you're only focusing on the sort of, I'm looking at like two pages side by side, right? And if the desires are on the right side and longings on the left, they can match up. They can match up because it is, it is sort of the same continuum, but what the greater consciousness is really encouraging us to do is list towards that longing side so that we can come into that five sensory connection with those things. And that starts us, that starts to create this clarity that they're talking about and that ripple into all areas of our life. So it isn't, it is, it's about what we put on the list and it's not about what we put on the list at the same time. Right. Mm. I love that exercise. Thanks for giving us homework, greater consciousness. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> all, all the people who want practical, like to do's are cheering right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny, but when they introduce a new concept to me, um, they generally come through with some kind of practical way to process it because it's different you know, and they're introducing a different way of looking at these two words, which can almost be used interchangeably, you know, in our, in our language. Um, so I love that they kind of give this, this guidance. I think on one of our past podcasts, we talked about the truth and lies or truth and untruth process where we tune into our body and we tell ourselves a truth and we see where truth sits in our body and we tune into our body and we tell ourselves a lie and we see where a lie or untruth sits in our body. And that's the kind of discernment that they're talking about. Like whatever the, whatever your practice is, you know, pendulum or muscle test, or, you know, just to sit and wait for the information to come back. I, I used to call it the boomerang process. If you're not sure you throw it out 
to the universe and you see, wait for it to come back. And if it comes back the same as it left, then, you know, you've got a truth. Mm. Um, so it's things like that, that that's really part of this practice to get more fine tuned with those things that we really long to have in our lives so that we can make space for them to come in, you know, and that's what this time is about regardless of what it looks like outside, regardless of what people are talking about as coming in the future, you know, the greater consciousness is like, yes. And, you know, there's, there's so much power and authority that we have over our own journeys that if we were to only pay attention to that, it would fill our time and we wouldn't need to be so distracted by what might or might not be coming down the road. I'm tempted to go down the distract distraction tangent, but I'm going to pull myself back and go with what was coming forward earlier, which is before we started recording, we were just talking about how much we love podcasting. We love having these conversations. Wouldn't it be great if we just got paid for this? Oh my gosh. So what if we play with that concept and figure out what's so the greater consciousness would want us to play with the stories? Yeah. That go there. Mm-hmm. So the well, story the, the, is like why we can't get paid. No, not even that. I think what, you know, the, so just let's use this. Let's do this. It's so fun. So the greater consciousness is saying like, okay, you have a desire to get paid to do podcasting. What's the story below that? Why? What's the, why are you feeling, are you feeling that longing to be in that space and play in that space? And it's juicy and fun. And it'd be great to, bring abundance in through it? Or is there some other story there that's why of the why you would like to get paid to do it? Mm. And that's where you start, right? Yeah. And that's where we start. And so it's like, and you know, right away, it's like, I, I feel a longing to do this all day long and connect with all these people and learn and experience and be full oh, longing you know, and to, and to experience like authenticity and ease that, that this is like, and people hear as much as I don't always hear wisdom coming out of my mouth hole. If people, other people receive it that way. And I hear the wisdom coming out of your mouth hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fascinating. So, so then, you know, so then you say, okay, that is definitely my soul pulling me. And then it's, it's sort of like you broaden the story. So I want to do something and get paid for it. That feels like this, you know, it feels like community and it feels like evolving and co-creating and like sharing wisdom and all of those yummy, you know, it's, it tastes and feels and smells like get, you know, into that place. And then maybe it's not the podcasting. But, you know, maybe then you open space for all of the different opportunities and possibilities that give you that same sense of beingness mm-hmm. to, to, and that brings in abundance, right? It's that, so that's the process, you know, and again, it's this, then you can like take the next layer and say, well, what's the story behind me believing that I can't get paid to do this? You know, where do those stories come from? Yeah. And, and where does that fall in the, in the spectrum and continuum of the work that I'm doing? 
because we, we all do this. I mean, I, myself included, we don't even, and we don't even realize that we bring these old underlying, they're like just a little electrical vibration, you know, that, that, and I hear it come out of my mouth sometimes. And I'm like, oh, where is that coming from? You know, like something is impossible or like, that's never going to happen kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, who am I to say? And, and I'll tell you what, here's the law of love and the universe law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. When you are aligned with where your soul is pulling you, it can't not, not happen. Mm. It can't, there is too much momentum. There is too much connectivity. And if it's meant for you, it can't go past you. But if it's in you as a longing, that is your soul. That is your soul involved in the co-creation of what is coming next maybe or down the road maybe or at some point in the future maybe but you can't not see it come into your life in one way shape or form when you're connected into that alone and when you're sitting with it and you're not judging it and you're loving on it when it feels frustrating or there's impatience or you're angry at the universe for not bringing it to you you know we often do we often do that. And I do the same thing. Like I get impatient. I'm like, really? I've been doing this for 10 years and the, this thing hasn't shown up yet. And my guides laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And they're like, they use baby a lot. They're like, baby, align with your longing, mm. align with it. It can't not come. I feel like there's something to the word longing too, because it feels like the word long is in there and it feels like a, just stick with it. Just you're in it for the long haul and not in a negative way, but like when you start a marathon, going back to that analogy, you know, you're in it for the long haul. You don't sprint the first mile. Nope. Or you do. And it it hurts. And then you're crawling across. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really, and, and, and again, too, I think one of the things that we, we tend to lean towards is that longing feels uncomfortable. And so uncomfortable somehow is bad. We're off track. And, um, you know, I just quoted this, the, the greater consciousness is bringing this into my experience. I heard this beautiful quote, uh, last week when I was with Abraham, um, and Abraham said, and I love this, Abraham said, we want you to know the rightness of where you are. You can't be off your path. Mic drop, right? Yeah. And so when you think about that in the context of what we're talking about today, you align with the longing, you sit in it, you love on the parts of you that get impatient waiting or frustrated or angry or discouraged or despair or grief. I mean, you know, we tend to go there when we're in a place of wanting something so badly that we can taste it and it's not showing up. But when we can love on those parts of ourselves and not judge ourselves for having those feelings, that, that, that's like where the, the skids are greased, right? That's where we are on the path, the, the uh, landing strip is lit up you know, we're being flagged into our gate. I mean, that's where we are. And the greater consciousness wants to say that when we can acknowledge that we're in that, those feelings, the discouragement, the, the anger, the impatience, right? Waiting for these things to come. It's a great reminder. It's just an indicator. There's nothing that we're doing wrong. Know the rightness of our, where we are. 
but it's an indicator that we're up, we're just not fully in alignment with our inner being. And then it's an invitation to come back to that place. You know, I tend to do this hand on my, you know, heart center a lot because it's like, oh, home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Here we are. Here we are. I'm here. I'm connecting. I love you. You know, I love you. I love you and all your impatience. I love you and all your discouragement and despair right now. But we can choose. We can choose. Acknowledge it. Feel it. But also know. Know the rightness of where you are. That's delicious. <laughs> so good so good where do we even go from there i feel like the greater consciousness just mic dropped i know (laughs) well done greater consciousness (laughs) you feel like sometimes they're a little showy they like drop the mic and then are just like yeah like what are you gonna do with that yeah yeah i know and i actually really like like how it feels in my body when they do that because it's like it almost takes the wind out of me a little bit like oh yeah yeah and it's awesome because as I'm listening to this and I'm channeling at the same time I'm like some of this stuff I haven't ever heard before right which is the which is so magical too they've they this this is the the best way I've heard them describe this concept of longing and lining up with longing and like bringing it all together than I've ever heard them talk about Mm. and that's that's magic I mean, I just use that word so much, but it is, and not magic in a like, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat way, like sacred, it's Mm -hmm. sacred, you know, to be in the presence of being kind of the, the, on the edge of all of this new information that's coming into the planet, you know, and to be, you know, I love your word mouthful, (laughs) you know, to be the, be able to bring that forward and in a you know, in this type of way is really, mm, it's yummy. It's delicious. And it's such a gift that we, me and the listeners all get this from you because it's not just the wisdom of the greater consciousness that we're here for. We're also here for Amy. (laughs) Well, they like to use my experiences a lot in these conversations. Mm I give them a lot of fodder to be like, oh, remember that one time when <laughs> well, your experience is our experience. We've had some variation of the same experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why it resonates so well between us and with all of your listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's a very beautiful golden circle of, I don't want to say like-mindedness, but vibrational matchness yes. that's here right now. Yes. Yeah. The resonance. Yeah. I would take that analogy further, but I don't, um, I don't know anything more in terms of like chewing forks or <laughs> or we're not in my zone of genius yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got it. Resonance. I mean, that's, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. And I think that is not, I don't even think because greater consciousness is saying that word resonance is it's like the, the energy wave they're showing me like an energy wave that's flowing right through the the universe right now through the collective global collective right now you know finding that resonance with what our souls are longing for 
I really, I really feel like we're like getting closer and closer to this new way of doing things. This like, we're already there. Yeah. We're there, but not there. there. Right. Well, there is a, there is an interesting term, the word there, you know, it's like saying, where's the finish line of these journeys that we're Mm -hmm. on? We're there. We've been there. Actually, the greater consciousness is saying we've always been there. Mm. It's always new. Every day is new. I think we talked last time after um, I shared that after Quinn passed away and I was having a moment of like, I was a bad dog mom. I traveled and I left him with, you know, people that loved him, but still, you know, I I should have been there all the guilt, right? And Quinn came through so clearly and he said, every day is a reset. Every day is a new experience. Every day we're, we're experiencing this world, this life, this soul journey differently. And so how could there be a there? It's just all here. Mm. It's all here. (laughs) And it's changing and it's shifting, you know, and I think that's the other piece of it that resonance, that vibrational match we were just talking about. I think more and more, it's like, it's like our radar is up in a way where now we're starting to sort of scan the horizon for where are those vibrational matches? Because that's what I want in my life. People, places, things, experiences. And by the way, in PS, that means that those things that are no longer vibrational matches are going to fall away. That's And that's the nature of the evolution that we've been in as a consciousness, as a human, and in the human experience since the beginning of time. You know, it's here right now. We're doing it. We're in it. We are in this consciousness. We are in this consciousness shifting. And we have been. We and I love that. I know. I know. And it's shifting maybe differently than it shifted in past generations, but then not really, they're saying, you know, because in those moments, as consciousness was shifting, it was as big of an up level as we're feeling now. Mm-hmm. Because you're start where you start from, you know, so it's all it's all expansion for all of us. <laughs> so good. You're on fire today. Just the mic drops. I got nothing to say. <laughs> oh, they're funny. They're funny. I mean, do they have anything else that they want to add? No, they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. They're like, mm, enough, enough. They're saying enough. Mm. I think it's going to take some time for that all of that wisdom to truly be digested by all of us. Yeah. Very often when I run my um, twice monthly community, we do, you know, most of the, most of our time together is a channeling. And then I open it up for questions of the greater consciousness from the community members. But very often, especially in the last couple of months, the greater consciousness ends every channeling with every one of you in this community will go back and listen to this multiple times. And each time you're going to get something different, something deeper, some aha moment 
And that's the process. There's no one and done here when they're talking about us learning to come into deeper connection with ourselves and with our wisdom and with our soul pull, right? Our soul longing. It's, this, is, this is the practice. It's a practice that we've been invited to do. And even though we're on the marathon course, you know, we've got, we're in it now. We're in it now. Yeah, we're here. Here we are. And I'm hey. glad to be here. I am so glad to be here. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Greater Consciousness. Thank you. Once again, in case people haven't memorized this by now, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, the best place to find me is on my website at amywhite.co. I'm also on Instagram at MZ Ms. Amy White. Um, and I actually that's that's probably equal to, if not more, uh, where I get the most connection on Instagram. So feel free to connect with me through Instagram and send me a message. Sometimes it takes me a little bit to find it, but, um, yeah, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy connecting with people there as well, Mm. but my website has all the things, you know, so that's a good, it's a good resource place to go. I love it. I love you. Thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. If this conversation resonated with you and you're inspired to share it with all your friends, do it, please. And if you are inspired to please head to Apple podcast, give the find your awesome podcast, a five-star review or rating. And then if you want a review would also be amazing. Please say good things. I love you. Don't forget you got access to private sessions with me. You can watch the four, six class and core class. Thank you very much. I love you. You are incredible. You are amazing. You are a wonder. Go forth and be awesome.